Hello everyone, I'm Caleb Davis. It's Noah Ginzer. And I'm Stallion Blackman. And this is The Rabbit Trail. Yeah! Welcome back, everyone. I don't know why you're here, but yeah, it's good to see Stranger you. Things. But we're really happy that you are here. It's true. Actually, we have like a very faithful following of like 25 to like 28 people. Yay. And I'm just like... Thank you guys so yeah, much thank you guys. for listening to us. Someday when we're famous, we won't forget you. Yeah. When we're, when we're not, we'll remember. Also, <laughs> just another quick shout out kind of deal. So like, we just recently got over 1,000 applauses. Applauses, Caleb? Applauses. I heard, did you hear Dell or what did you 1,000 applauses. I, I probably just one. didn't put enough pause between those so. two words. You didn't put enough applause between oh. those words? Oh. <laughs> you guys uh. can stop. Anyways. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> we sorry. just recently received over 1,000 applauses. Yeah. Um, and a lot of those came from my very own younger sister, who has just been hitting <laughs> that applause it. button over and over and over again. I think it's really funny, um, and it's great. But also, thank you to everyone else who, who also applauded us. Uh, you guys are cool, and we like that you listen to us. Yeah. We like that you like listening to us. Yeah, so thanks. So thanks for the views, and have a great night. The That's views? All. No, yeah, the <laughs> views? Yeah, the views. What are they well, viewing, Stallion? They're viewing their screens. Are they? As they mean, listen to us. You mm, can you what I do meant. that. I think you're wasting some time. You could do other things while listening to us, too. <laughs> anyway, Mow the lawn, do the dishes, walk the dog, so kiss your girlfriend. Speaking of thank bringing that up you, again today. Speaking of thank you, it's almost, well, I mean... Okay, so it's like Thanksgiving time. Yeah, it's the it's the week of Thanksgiving. Yeah, I just I, I want to take a moment, really quick. Yeah. <laughs> to admire Caleb's segue. True. He said the thank yous just so he could say Thanksgiving. Yep. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> we are truly grateful for no, you we guys, are. though. However, it's Thanksgiving time. <laughs> so, uh, what do you Christmas. Uh, no, no that's the wrong wait. holiday. It's almost there. It's, it's so good. By the time this episode is released, it will officially be Christmas time. Hey. So, Don't get a big But head. before we get there... What are some? What's one thing you really like about Thanksgiving, Noah? Oh boy, I like cooking. So yeah. like, just the idea of like, hey, let's make an obnoxious amount of food, is delightful to me. <laughs> no, it's so good because the we do that like every week. Yeah, the, the three of us get together on Saturdays and we make breakfast for dinner, but we always make way too much. And like the past few weeks, we've just had leftovers. And but it's glorious. It's, it's amazing. So good. It's weird. We actually like each other outside of this. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You would think. <laughs> I don't know, man. What you, what's uh, something you like, Gil? Like uh, mashed potatoes. Of oh course. Out of all the things at Thanksgiving, you don't. Dude, okay. I mean, okay. Wait, you have mashed potatoes on a regular basis? That's no, actually, I don't. Is that have... just like a regular Thanksgiving thing for you? Yeah, that's one. That's one staple thing for Thanksgiving. See, like I have mashed potatoes. Occasionally, my mom will make them. Mm -hmm. um, we and then we have them at Thanksgiving, and we have them at my grandma's. And my my grandma is like. That is like the pedestal of mashed potatoes. Like her mashed potatoes are so smooth and creamy. Like it's <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, it's so good. But like uh, that's kind of my joking answer, mashed potatoes, because I really like them. But also like the thing that I really like about Thanksgiving is just like being with people and not 
having like just being with yeah. people because like especially we people you love yeah, yeah yeah because we always go to visit my mom's side of the family in the mm. chicago area and so it's just fun just to, to be with all of those people and yeah. to eat copious amounts of food true mm. so what about you stallion i don't know i i like the time when it hits about 12 a.m to the next day where i can start celebrating christmas <laughs> <laughs> don't get me wrong i love thanksgiving i love the food i love the family all about the Christmas. <laughs> Stallion's okay. actually a Black Friday shopper. I hate Black Friday. Oh man, dude. hate Black Friday. Yeah, okay, so I have to work Black Friday. Me this too. Year. Question, <laughs> question. Why is Black Friday starting at six o'clock on Thursday? Because, because money. Money. That's why. But like, it's that doesn't even make sense anymore. Like, I don't yeah, expect. Well, okay, yeah. Of course, to the big business, it does. Yeah. I am talking more in terms of like. Maybe we should come up with a new name, like Capitalism Awareness Week or something. Because <laughs> it's just make it a whole week. Everybody yeah. just goes and buys everything this week. It's it's literally just so they can make as much money as they can on that one day plus a couple more hours of another day. Yeah. That's so dumb. What oh yeah. I, I hate it with a passion. What I'm curious about is how did the name Black Friday happen? Like I know Friday because it's Friday after Thanksgiving, um, but what about the black part? Why? why correct is that me if I'm wrong, but so well, when you know. owe money, you're in the red. Okay. And when you don't, it's black. And so I think what the idea is that you're like saving money, so you're not owing money, and so it's Black Friday. Google, I'm not here. We come. Why? Am I not good enough for you? Well, well, I I don't disagree with you. Cool. I just that's don't good. know that. Neither so, do like, I. Yeah. I mean, that seems logical. Stallion's going to look it up, but this year, um, I have to work Black Friday, and I'm not very excited about it. I have to work Thanksgiving, too. I have to do oh, both. And, and apparently, I, I, I have to work morning shift now oh. for Black Friday, so I'm not excited about that. But, you know, it's going to be fine. It's My job isn't awful, and, and I'll make some good money. So Stallion Noah is totally right. Wow. Dude, look, look at that. Correct. So good job, Noah. Way to go. Look at Noah. me now. <laughs> I finally made it. I peaked. Yeah, you, you can go die now. And it's on okay. this day in history... Noah Ginter peaked on the rabbit trail so, at 4.10 p.m. <laughs> so, the new Incredibles 2 trailer dropped, guys. This is true. You mean yeah. like just the, the little teaser trailer? The teaser, teaser yeah. trailer that has Bob holding Jack Jack. Jack, Jack, Jack. And his, uh, he like does fire breath and laser eyes and everything. Yeah. yeah. What are you guys' oh, thoughts? But the, the laser eyes get me. Because I, I, my whole thing was I thought that his superpower was that he could transform his body. Mm-hmm. So, like, he does the beast thing yeah. in the first one, and he goes, like, turns on fire and, and turns into metal. Yeah. yeah. Where does he get laser eyes? I, I think they're expand. He's going to be the most OP little superhero ever. Like, they're expanding on his powers. and. So, question. Yeah. Is that going to be the plot? Oh. Is that what we think? Be- because, I mean, because mm. he's a baby. That's, that's yeah. kind of, like, the juxtaposition of that. It's just, like... He's going. To, he's the most powerful being, but he True. is an infant and right. literally can't do anything for yeah. himself. So is that going to be the, the whole plot where like someone tries to like almost kind of like what Syndrome did at the end of the first one? Mm-hmm. They tried to like take him and like use him as a weapon or mm. like train him how to how to be evil. Ooh, I, don't I mean, know. I like that idea. See, I'm if they of, don't do it, I'll be a little disappointed. I'm kind of bitter about the fact that they didn't just roll with the 15 years that have happened and like. Have Jack Jack be fifteen years old. Violet would be like thirty. That's fine. Let's focus on Jack Jack. See, like I wouldn't. I don't think I would mind that though. 
I just yeah. want. I just don't want them to start exactly from where they left off. Yeah, because so. I don't know. There's I think, so much time that went through that. Uh, yeah, and and we're so old. Like, yeah, but <laughs> we're kidding. we're so drawn away from that movie now. It's mm-hmm. been 15 years since since we've seen it. Yeah, and like since it was there. So like we're so removed from that universe that like. It, it's just like it's not the same like yeah. uh, quite honestly and this is probably a, not a very popular opinion but I'm not excited for the movie really I don't no. think you get excited for movies anymore unless they're original like if it's a sequel or a remake I feel like you're very skeptical so Caleb Caleb not, just Caleb or are you talking about in general of everybody I think Caleb specifically okay, gotcha um, oh yeah I probably would agree with you not that that's a bad thing or that you're wrong for si- yeah. thinking that. No, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, like, we also just went to go see the new Justice League movie. And yeah. that was very interesting indeed. Um, I I probably liked it the most out of the three of us. I also probably had yeah, that's low true. standards for it. See, the thing is, like, the more I, I sat with it, the less true. I liked it. And just, I kept mm. thinking of things that I disliked. And I was like, ah. So, ah. Like, it, even, like, overall, that movie isn't awful. True. It just, I, I don't know, it just kind of fell a little bit flat for me. And we don't want to give too much away because it's still a brand new movie. Yeah, but, like, dies. I would I would give oh, it, like, I a, guess we are giving stuff away. A five. <laughs> a five? I would give it, like, a yeah, five. Yeah, because I would give it, like, a five and a half, six. Yeah. So going back to Incredibles, yeah, sorry. That of was, as as my Rabbit childhood, Trail. that was like the movie that was one of my favorites. Like I Monsters watched that Dude, every exactly. single day of my life. Like Dude, as I like watched a Monsters Inc. Five to seven years old, I watched that movie. What are your guys' Pixar movies that you watch? Monsters Inc. was yours. Oh, dude, Monsters Inc. All the oh, way. Man. Yeah. So that, oh, I don't know that there's just one. Oh, also Toy I Story. Like, Okay, so Very good. the Toy Story. I, so was I have a dope. really weird relationship with Toy Story, where I like started with the second one. What? I've you only, started with Jesse. I've only she seen was... the first one like once or twice. The first one's and better so, like, than the second one. Like, but like, but okay, so like, because How? I've seen the second one so many more times, you like yeah. it better. I yeah, I have this conception that it's better huh. because I've only seen the first one a couple of times, and it was after I saw the second one. So like. Like for me, the second one was the first one, even though even <laughs> yeah, though it, uh, like I clearly know that it wasn't. So that's funny. And in like, your in your mind, the second one is the first one, and then the first one's a prequel. But like, <laughs> but like even going back to what you were saying, Noah, about like the idea of like originality or like the first of its kind, mm-hmm. like I think that's that's like that's very clear for me. But I think that's a concept that's true in a lot of other ways too. Because mm-hmm. I've had conversations with friends where we're talking about like bands we like to listen to mm-hmm. and I'm like oh yeah dude I really love this band and then they're like yeah I mean I really like this album this is the one, the one that I like the most because I heard it first yeah. and then there are other stuff I just didn't like as much because it wasn't it wasn't yeah. the same thing as that album it was just like huh that's mm. weird because I can see the same thing in myself like with a lot of bands that I like the album that I first got into when I was be- becoming attracted to their type of music like I was just like yeah, that's my favorite album of theirs because hmm. it was the first one. Is that, that I because to. the kind of music that they produced and put out changed, or because the thing that drew you into them was this one specific thing <coughs> that was specific to this album that they released, and that the other albums had cool things that you enjoyed, but it wasn't the same thing that drew you into them? Well, I think it, there's something to be said about kind of like what you mentioned earlier about originality and like experiencing something brand new for the first time. Hmm. So like. Even if even if like something changes in the sequel or the the second album or whatever it is that we're talking about, 
like it's still the same idea concept group that is doing it yeah and so there, there's just something about the first time that you see it hmm. that is just like ah oh, wow this is great this is what I love about this and and I think because part of that like I, f- I can find myself getting bored with music and like I need, I need to like find new music yeah. and be like okay because I feel like part of far- f- part of finding <laughs> new music part of is farting like, new music <laughs> Is Art like musical like notes. <laughs> <laughs> a new it's musical like idea. <laughs> the farts. <laughs> this is a C. <laughs> <laughs> you are now starting the picture. <laughs> and that's enough dirty humor for this podcast. <laughs> but it's just like experiencing something brand new and like this the stimulus of like, ah, oh, yeah. this is brand new to me and I don't know it yet. See, the thing that always drew me to like a band or something, like... The way I like music is I like one song from someone, and then usually I don't like their other stuff. As I've gotten older, I've started to like started to like more people's like other songs that they have. So like Panic at the Disco, I really like because that was like one of the first bands that I found where it wasn't just one song I loved. I actually loved almost all yeah. of their songs that sure, they had. Yeah. And so like that's how I pick like my favorite bands or something like that. But going off what you're saying about different sounds and albums, Imagine Dragons had a really good album that I really liked with Radioactive and all, um, yeah, Demons and stuff like that. And then they had another album that was like completely different, and I didn't like that album. So I, I get what you're saying. I don't have an answer for you, because I don't know what drives us to like certain things. Like We all have specific things that we look for or yeah. listen for in the terms of music and True. movies. Like You want originality when I just want a good story. And like yeah. it doesn't have to be ori- like Star Wars isn't really original. Yeah. Even though it's kind of started, I wouldn't even say started, but it like built on the trope of what it is today, and I just want a good story. Um. So, going to music, we all have very different tastes in music. Mm-hmm. Stallion enjoys some musicals, and he yeah. sprinkles other things in there. Caleb <laughs> is very much into the hard rock metal sort of thing, and he'll listen to just about anything. But that's kind of your focus. Yeah, just like anything rock based. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm much more like folky alternative, whatever comes on. And so I'm just trying to figure out what music has in general across genres. Because like I'll still listen to like things that Caleb likes or that, well, not musicals because I don't really dig musicals. Yeah. But like so other stuff that Stallion shows me. And I'll still enjoy that even though that's not like my go-to. So going back to kind of your originality question... How do we push what is original and find new things that we like uh, and kind of just step out of our comfort zone? What are ways that we do that? Um, I'm kind of asking the question in music, but Mm -hmm. in general life as well. Um, Well, I think one thing is like looking for it. (laughs) (laughs) I know that sounds really stupid, but like like coming from me personally, like because like growing up, I had a really limited musical library that I listen to. Yeah. Um, I, like, and part of that is just because I personally choose not to listen to the, to radio. I like, I mm. get so sick of radio. True. I would, yeah. And I it's would, the same songs. Over I and would over much again. rather control what I listen to and yep. not have to listen to ads also. Like that is just, so I don't mind paying Beautiful. for music. Like that's, yeah. that's great for me. So I like owning my own music, but like in addition to that, like I listen to, like in, in middle school and high school and stuff, I listen to only the bands that my friends listen to. Hmm. So, it's so like, I listen to like lots of Christian punk rock bands. So it was a social thing yeah, it's a more social so thing. than mm-hmm. it was like it a, was. 
I enjoy what they're producing mm-hmm. and what they're saying. And like, not, I've, yeah. yeah, not that you listening to like Christian punk is wrong for doing it for <laughs> social reasons. Because like, there are definitely bands that I listened to and got into because people were like, "Oh, you should listen to them," and then I was like, "Oh yeah, yeah I really dig them." But, but and that's how I got into different genres too. Mm-hmm. Because like, one of my really good friends that I met in high school liked metal, and I was like, "Okay." I don't know how I feel about this yet. And then he like we I would just listen to some of the stuff that he had. It was like, Whoa, I dig this. Like I don't know if I like all of it, but like this is really good. Then I was just like finding more and more and more and now I'm at the point where I'm like finding different bands myself. But like so it I don't know, it's just the idea of, of like I know it sounds simple, but just like looking yeah. for different stuff. I got you. A question I have though, yes. kind of backtracking a little bit. Is anything actually original anymore? No. I've dealt with this. I've written many a story, and often it is hard to think of something that is truly original. Because I'll have an idea, and I'll write a fantastic short, score, uh, fantastic short story, and then I'll have my sister read it, and she'll be like, oh, this is just like this. And I'll be like, oh, okay. rat, crap, no. Going off of that, is that bad? No. I mean, as long as you're writing all. and you're not writing, at all. Or not original, but stuff that is well-written, has a great story, makes sense, mm-hmm. it's not bad that it's not original. It, like, no matter what, you're never going to get mm-hmm. the biggest, most originalist idea. Unless yeah. you do, and then you become, like, Steve Jobs or something yeah. like that. But like, it's hard to think outside of our realm of relativity. Well, see, but that's the thing. Like, you can't. You you only are you can only think of what you know. Right. And mm-hmm. so like even even in like the most creative like fantasy sci fi whatever, like any weird bizarre monster is still based off of something that we actually know. Right. Yeah. Even if there's like we part of like sci fi and suspense and stuff and like is making something unknown. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. you can't ever make something completely unknown unless you never show it. Yep. Because mm-hmm. it, if you can see it, it has to be based off of something that we've seen. Because we can't conceive something that we haven't seen. Mm-hmm. And so I think that bleeds into creativity and originality. You you write or you you make songs about or you you do what you know. Yeah. And sometimes unintentionally that can be, oh, I'm doing the same thing that this other person did. Like I... Um, write music with one of my friends and we we had a band and we did an album last my year. second favorite band yeah they're, <laughs> they're okay eh. you're not biased <laughs> <laughs> no but like um there were like a few songs that we wrote like we got done with it we were like oh my gosh we just rewrote this song this by, sounds like by baby this. by justin bieber well, I mean, not, but like <laughs> yep, we, we got done music we got did. done with the album and we were like dude this is like a weird mix of this band that whose album I just listened to a lot this year and this band whose album I just listened to a lot this year. Yeah. yeah. Just like, okay, I don't have any problem with that, but it's just interesting. Well, that's yeah. funny because what influences or what we make are things that influence us. Yeah. And we want to make things we like. And mm-hmm. so when we like either like a band or like a story idea or like mm-hmm. a world that is generated with a book or a movie or something like that, yeah. we try to create something that has ideas from that so because we like it so much which is i would yeah. say the biggest form of flattery as long as you're not plagiarizing but like it's it's i think it's great yeah like, as long as you're creating something that makes you feel like it's a great story or makes mm-hmm. you, as long as you put your heart into something i think that's okay amen and then like the really cool thing is like when you make something put it out there <clears throat> that can influence somebody else yeah so it's just like this this 
cycle of like birth and rebirth mm. of oh, that ideas got... and and concepts. Yeah, that's really cool. I like that. I think it's more of a web because I think one thing can branch out into three different things that are all different, and then those things can branch back into that almost. And even. then it just stems back yeah. to the... To the so instead sure. of more of a cycle, I think of it more as a web where it just like drop, boom, everything is everywhere. And like, this is going to sound kind of cliche, but everything is connected somehow. Yeah. yeah. And so I oh, think like is. finding similarities between two pieces of work or two uh, pieces of art, I guess, because uh, that's kind of what we're talking about in general. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so finding connections between those things, I think, is the coolest. Because then you can be like, oh, this connects this way and this connects this way. And once <laughs> you're able to see the way that the world works and the way that people are inspired by others and that uh, they create new things based on the things that they have seen, you are able to see that web and you're able to like have a deeper understanding for the art that people are making. Because mm-hmm. um, that's revolution, uh, revolutionized the way that I've listened to music. Right. And so uh, I totally get what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, that's how uh, I would say like Pandora and Spotify, when they give you recommended yeah, stuff yeah, on YouTube, yeah. that's how they do that. Dang. Like they take things that you listen to and I'm like, well, this is similar to this and that's similar to that. Yeah. So they might like this. And so that's how they yep. create those algorithms. And that's another that. good way to find new music. Yeah. True. Which I do all the time. I love Pandora. Yeah. It doesn't work on my phone, but I love it. <laughs> Hang it, Pandora. Um, but, uh, so. <laughs> don't sue us. This interconnectedness. Oh. Is this where fan theories come from fan theories come from the ether that is between these <laughs> things yeah but see no but that that's like it because you you know those those like particularly the disney ones are what yep. i'm thinking of where they try to like connect all of the classic like oh like tangled cartoon and, uh, ones where you, yeah, yeah like yeah, the yeah. the couple from tangled shows up at the wedding it, it, or or whatever it is, the party at, yeah. at the beginning and of Frozen. Yeah, and Cars is just like a post-apocalyptic like, or, or <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. but like the parents of the kids in Frozen are... Tarzan's Tarzan's, Tarzan's parents. parents also. And yeah. their, their yeah. ship is in Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah, 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 and yeah, like yeah. it's all connected. But like, so I, I saw a video months ago, and I think it was... Uh, just one? Um, oh, man. Well, yeah. No, <laughs> it, was, it was like a, from Adam Ruins Everything, that okay, college, yeah. college humor series. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they were talking about conspiracy theories, which kind uh, of... Interesting. But, so they were like, a lot of times conspiracy theories come from our brains finding it necessary to connect things together. Yeah. So like we see this thing and this unrelated thing, and we're like wait, I need to find a pattern. Right. I need to find a connection. How are these connected? And then we fabricate that connection. Mm-hmm. And because we, we look so hard for it and because our brains are wired to find connections, mm-hmm. we make one in a way that makes sense between the two. And then we're like, yeah. ah, that's possible. Like, of course this could happen. So what, yeah. I, what I wonder with that is with writers, just going off of the, the Tangle, the Disney stuff, mm-hmm. how far do you think writers plan some things? I think, well, like, t- just in interviews with directors of those movies, mm-hmm. they definitely put, like, little things that they're like, ah, this could be taken this way, but this isn't really what we're intending. Right. And yeah. so I think they definitely are, like, aware of that, and they play with it, because I think mm-hmm. it's so much fun when we're, like, as a viewer, mm-hmm. watching and going, oh, this is this, and this <laughs> is this, and, like, and it gets you so much more invested in the right. world and the yeah, universe. Yeah. So I bet they're definitely like, oh, we can add this in this place or base this off of this. Well, I'm, I'm thinking, and aha, uh-huh. I'm trying to think of like Harry Potter. I, oh. I, they span what, twenty 
how long did it take her to write that series? Oh, um, the more first than one 10 came years, out, right? Oh, yeah. So, when she first started that, did she know that all the interconnectedness of Snape killing Dumb- Dumbledore, spoiler, sorry. It's and been like, out for a while. It <laughs> just, all these things, like, did she know that, that how, that's how it was going to end? Or does that just naturally well, come as she, she wrote that wrote last book? She wrote the last book before she wrote the second book, third book, fourth book, fifth book. Bad example, then. I did not know that. Well, I think, <laughs> yeah, that's, I think ter- still, that's actually a great example. I think still, to some degree, when you have an idea mm-hmm. that expansive, you know, like, the overall plot. Like, yeah. it's like... He's going to start here, he's going to end here, right. and a lot of stuff is going to happen in between. <laughs> and she needs, somehow she needs the change from first book Harry, who's like, I don't know what a wizard is. <laughs> I'm a what? <laughs> a wizard, Harry. Uh, to last book Harry, who's like, I'll fight you because I'm an angsty teen. <laughs> um, and so, like, a very good Daniel Radcliffe. Thank you, there. Daniel Radcliffe. Hit me up if you ever want a voice double. Um, I thought you were going to say date. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, Whoa. that too. <laughs> I'd go, I'd go on a, I wouldn't go on a date with him. I'd get coffee with him, though. Just figure out what That's it's like date. to be his. His? Just to be, <laughs> no, to be his life is what I was going to say, but I was like, no, that's not right. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, but, like, yeah. yeah, no, she definitely had, like, a starting point and an ending point, and then she was like, how do I get him hmm. from here to there? And so all her choices were based on that last book, Harry, that yeah. she wrote. Yeah. Um, and so she was like, I have to do. I have to kill Dumbledore, Dumbledore in this way, so that he's motivated to do this, and he's untrusting of this person, and then this raises this stake, and this is raising this, so that you care, and that it's realistic in a way that uh, a lot of kids' books weren't realistic. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, kind of like an argument on that is because some people, some people will look at that approach and say that's bad writing, because mm. you're saying I have point. I have the beginning and the end, and somehow I have to force everything to come to this conclusion. And then, so a lot of times, like, you'll have a movie or a book with, like, a very heavy-handed agenda where the end of the movie was the whole point, or the book or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. and the rest of the movie is focused on getting to that point. Yeah. However, I, what do you think, like, you can kind of look at that as, like, reverse engineering the story as well. What do you, what do you guys look at that? How because Noah, you write a lot of stories, like yeah. a lot of short stories. Which way would you prefer to do it? Um, often I have a really cool idea for an overall story, and I'll either have a beginning point or an ending point. And I think when you have both, you write better. You don't need the middle as much. Yeah. Because like if you're trying to force, I think the problem with a lot of those movies that have the ending and they're just trying to get to the ending is they're not putting meaning in where they are. And they're just, like, forcing us through all this junk to get to one really cool scene or one really important piece of dialogue. Yeah. And so when you have the beginning and you can create worth at the start and at the end, then you will have worth throughout the story. Okay. And I guess that was kind of my question of, like, how much is planned and how much just came naturally through writing? Like, oh, my, like, someone's writing and they're sitting there and being like, Darth Vader is... Luke's father. Oh my gosh! Because Vader means father, and I was just like, yeah. "How do we not know that?" It just it's because we're like not that German. Where, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's things like that. Like, how much of that was natural that just came yeah. out while naturally writing the story at the same time, and how much was like, "This is gonna happen. 
I just need to write around this to happen. And so like mm-hmm. it does it all depends on like the uh, the writer honestly. Because yep, if yeah. you're a great writer and you're able to connect everything, it seems natural. Thank and you. that's like well, thank you. Yeah, but like that that's that's something that like I I've heard like from interviews of like writers mm-hmm. or directors that they like literally discovered the story as it happened and mm-hmm. like yeah. while they were writing it just became evident that this is what needed to happen mm-hmm. in order to get a character yeah. from here to here and it's just like uh, oh of course like if it doesn't yeah. happen this way how how else is it going to happen right. yeah. but like at the same time I don't think that's the only way that you can do it I think you're right it's very subjective from writer to writer yeah definitely um one thing that i think is really interesting is the use of stories that don't necessarily have an end specifically i'm thinking of like the magic treehouse stories that just keep going yeah yeah or like the animorphs was a book series that was really underrated not a lot of people read those i read all of those by the way there was like over a hundred yeah so at what point does an author go, hey, I have this really good idea, and I can make a lot of stories on this idea. What point do they just figure, oh, I should stop here? So I think the the issue lies in the content itself. <clears throat> because, like, the I, I didn't read Animorphs, but yep. I did read a lot of the, like, the Magic, Magic Tree Yeah, me too. And so one of the things that made that really easy to just make lots of them was it was based on history. Ah. So you just, mm. there's so much history. History is weird, guys. And you guys want to know something really funny? Yeah. Sorry. Yes. I love I'm funny gonna, stuff. It's going to be really Rabbit quick. Rabbit trails. No, go right back. ignore that, him. This is the show. <laughs> Can, we have invaded, invaded Canada three times. And lost and all lost three all times. So uh, United States is what I'm meaning yeah, by yeah, we. Yeah. But, like, <clears throat> that's crazy to me that we've invaded our friendly <clears throat> neighbors to the north three times. And we've lost. They're the freaking Russia of the Americas. <laughs> Wait, but why did we invade them? Probably because well, of the one French. One was the French and Indian War. Yep. Um, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't really were... Canada, Canada. Yeah. The it other was like t- pre-Canada. The other two were trying, we were trying to take Canada away from the Britain. French and Britain. And like, yeah. Do you know what, like, what time frame that was in? I'm going to... Thir- uh, 1800s to 1900s. So like 1700 okay. to 1800. I'll, I'll say that. I don't know for sure. Yeah, that would make just, sense. It's just it's That's just crazy funny. to me, like small things like that, to where it's so dumb you can't make it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you know uh, Theodore Roosevelt is only on the ah? Uh, m- m- oh. I know what you're talking about. Mount Rushmore. Well, I was gonna say Mount Olympus, <laughs> and I, that wasn't right. <laughs> uh, he's only on Mount Rushmore because he was good friends with the guy who was designing it, and the guy who was designing it was so like nitpicky about what he did that he was like, you have to do it this way or I'm backing out. And so they were like, I guess we'll have Theodore Roosevelt. <laughs> so George Washington, Abraham Lincoln, Theodore Roosevelt, and who's yeah. the other guy? And Thomas Jefferson, I think. Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So actually, like, since we're on kind of like founding fathers and presidents and stuff, mm-hmm. can we take a second to recognize what kind of a jerk Thomas Jefferson was? Huge jerk. His first night in office, he held a party and drunk people were just spewing on the like White House lawn. Sounds like a great guy. <laughs> I, I, I mean, okay. it's, a hu- it's a funny story, but like, he literally just got a ton of people drunk and had a party. I don't know who else was And in. also, even, like, leading up to that... I'm oh, sorry true. for no, getting no, you off. No, no, go, go, go. Okay, but, like, even leading up to that, like, when he, he was running for office and stuff, and, like, if, if you've seen the musical Hamilton, you know a little oh, bit more boy. about this. But, like, but, like him using um, 
Uh, Hamilton's Hamilton's bias, though. Like, no, 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 no. no. Hamilton himself was a jerk. I understand. In history, he was a jerk. I'm not saying that that's not true. I love Hamilton. Um, Jefferson using Hamilton's affair mm-hmm. to like get a jump over him in right. in the president presidential race, like because Hamilton was disqualified after that, like he yeah. was no longer allowed to run for that office, and so Jefferson was just like, "Cool, we're gonna like I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna roll with this, like screw you, dude, like I don't care anymore." Also, he did like now. Uh, also, he did Trail of Tears, which was like yeah, horrible. That was no, 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 that was Andrew Jackson. That, yeah, that's oh, true. That's what I was going to bring up. Awful. Andrew Jackson yeah. is the biggest jerk of awful all the presidents. President. I, I dislike awful, him. Awful, awful. Yeah. And he's on $20 bill? Is that what he's on, Andrew yeah. Jackson? Not for long. Uh, oh, are we changing it? Yeah. Who, Who's changing? I think it's uh, Harriet Tubman is getting oh, is replacing him. That happened yeah. last year. That's awesome. Yeah, so she's going to be the Great. first woman, first African-American and first woman on U.S. currency. currency. Yeah. That's awesome. Actually, no. Well, because so we they have, have Sacagawea on a golden the, dollar. Yeah, so but paper on paper, paper money. Yeah. We, have Sac- we have Sacagawea on a golden dollar. I've never yep. seen a golden dollar. Yeah. They're, you guys they're know there are rare. $2 bills? Yeah. yeah. I have a couple. Still, I had one when I was younger. They, but still, they don't print them anymore, but they still they circulate. circulate them? Mm-hmm. Do people actually take them? I have them. Yeah. I mean, like, no. I mean, like, oh, like companies. Like, I go to Target and be like, hey, $2. What now? Some companies might not because they don't print them anymore, but yeah. I yeah, I don't know why I've, you wouldn't. Yeah. That's just weird to me. I, I don't think of a $2 bill as being viable money. Uh, in Canada, they have a dollar coin and a $2 coin, and the $1 is called a loony, and the $2 is it's called a, tune. a toonie. Oh, oh I was um, kidding, but yes. No, it's a real thing. I love it. It's the coolest thing. Canada coins rock. Canada's money is dope, too. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> let yeah, me tell you. Yeah, because they have colorful money. You're yeah, biased. Dude, so. and well, it's but all... It's, it's, but it's <laughs> cool. It's, like, got little, like, kids playing hockey and, like, the queen... And it's see-through in some parts. Kids playing hockey with the queen. <laughs> yeah, you know, dude, the queen of... Okay. She loves hockey. So, this guy... I'm going to get... I'm okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm How okay. do you guys feel... I'm, I'm, I'm okay. ...about traditions changing in America? We're, we were just talking oh, wow. about how Andrew Jackson Ooh. is yeah. being taken off the dollar or $20 bill, and Harriet yeah. Tubman is putting yeah. put on the $20 bill now, which is awesome. I love that idea. But, like... Sure. How do you guys feel about... Multiple traditions changing. Like, what if we were to go off paper currency 100% and just went on Bitcoin. credit? Or Bitcoin. Actually, though, which is, Bitcoin is super valuable. Yeah, it is. Yeah. There are people who spent $2 to buy their Bitcoin, and now they're selling it for, like, five or 6000 Yeah, but yeah. once you lose the internet, it's useless. Like, well, so is credit, you, technically. But, well, are you expecting the internet to die soon? Well, no, but... So it's fine. It's So, okay. I don't know. So, I Going back to your question, changing traditions, I don't have beef with that as mm-hmm. long as it's not a meaningless change. Yeah. Like, yeah. if it's change for the sake of change, you're just like, man, I just really want to change stuff up. Change my clothes. Like, yeah. Like, that I, I can have a problem with. But, like, if you have a legitimate reason for changing something, like taking Andrew Jackson off the $20 bill and replacing him with Harriet Tubman, yeah. I'm cool with that because Andrew cool. Jackson was, was an awful jerk. person. And I don't think, like, I think it's great that we're able to have someone who's much better and actually did good things True. that we see on the on the $20 bill. Well, I don't know why I keep what saying a, like, 100 but. What a good role model for other kids. Like, because, yeah. I mean, kids of color don't have very many people who, like, in history they can look up to. Like, yeah, right. Like, I mean, we have, like, like, fa- like, Martin Luther King and 
But even like Malcolm X is looked down on it. I would King to be on a dollar bill. Like, like actually, so cool. it took till like 2015, 2016 for him to get a monument in like the like DC area. Seriously? Yeah. But, like even with that, e- even the the leaders that the people of color community do have, we don't know nearly as much about them as we yeah. should. Yeah. And like, we don't learn about them in like a history class. Yeah. And like. It's maybe like a week when we learn about like segregation. Black and History Month. Yeah, yeah, and, and then it's we'll, like, we'll talk about it one day during Black History Month. It's bogus. I don't know. Because just well, but I mean, like going back to that, like because I think America is a country of change because we're True. literally like all of the different nations yeah. just like slapped into one one big country. Yeah. And so with that, there's just so much there yeah that i think i think it's really cool to see like yeah. besides mm-hmm. being interesting and educational it's also helpful and beneficial and it helps you look at people differently because it's just like wow what where you came from not only is it just as legitimate as where i came from yeah but it's also just as cool and like yeah. there yeah. are lots of really good things about like you, and you have bad stuff too but i got i got bad stuff too like so like True. let's push those <laughs> let's push those out and pull the good stuff together yeah and like just I, I just think it's really interesting how for about a hundred years we were a culture of change and like true we changed technology just like our everyday living changed so much yeah and now in their 17 years since 2000 i would say we've like still changed we've gotten more advanced technology but like when change happens we freak out because no one likes change but we went through a whole like massive change from like 1900 to 2000 because of like technologies and yeah we got the cell phone for goodness sake and now it's True. just like we're still like slowly building that up but i think like the internet culture kind of is like i'm not bashing the internet i feel like i'm bashing the internet this podcast <laughs> but uh it's it's just like if something happens that's very small like i'm gonna say battlefront 2 just because that's recent in my mind like the internet freaked out when they heard about microtransactions so i think part of that is because people have more outlets to express themselves yeah. now, and that goes back to the internet. Because mm-hmm. because I don't think that while those changes were happening between 1900 and 2000, that people weren't freaking out. Yeah. Because like it, in almost any like TV show, book series, movie movie that you see about like that time period, and like people are getting cars and like TVs yeah. and like. Or, or you're having, like, racial changes within the country. People are, like, they're very hesitant. They're like, ah, that's not the way we did it. Like, TV's yeah. bad for you. You can't watch it. Not to Rock and roll is from yeah, the devil. Rock and roll is bad for you. Like, there's so much not of the that. Calf. I think not it the calf. <laughs> the, I think the issue is just that we're, a, like, now we're, we're able, able to, to make our, see everybody's yeah. response That's a really good now. point that I didn't think of. Yeah. yeah. So like, but that's also thanks to the internet. So yeah. You yeah. can yeah. go to back I mean, to the internet. It all ties back that, together. Yeah, but then but you only had instant. to select few. Yeah. That wasn't where everybody could be like, I don't like this, I don't like this, I don't like this. Hey, I like this, I don't like this, I don't like this. Well, and then people who bash things get so much validation by other people who share that opinion mm-hmm. on the internet. So it just encourages them to do it more and yeah. to raise that. Yeah. And I think like that's the biggest problem with like so much toxic toxicity in the internet hmm. is that people are validated in their hate and in their like short tempers for stupid things. Hmm. Like cuz Battlefront 2 isn't very important. Like don't get me wrong, it's a cool game and people are going to enjoy it, but 20 years from now when I'm talking to my kids about what happened when I was 20, I'm not going to be like, 
And then Battlefront 2 came out. <laughs> how 20 years from now I'm going to be like 80 years old. Get <laughs> uh, <And> a woman. <laughs> uh, you never know. We'll uh, save that oh. for a different episode. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, looking back, that's not going to have any worth. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be in the history books. Yeah, it's not going to be something that we care about. And I think that that's the biggest downside the internet has given us is we're putting so much weight on weightless things. Mm -hmm. And I think where that comes from is now, like, because now instead of just telling my wife and kids, oh, I I don't like this thing, or like even my neighbor, like, oh, I I don't like this thing. Now I can very angrily get my emotions out on the internet and have a hundred people who think the same thing Validated. all be like, 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 share, I agree, yes, uh, I, amen, brother. And then yeah. all of a sudden I'm just like, yeah, what, I am right. Look at all these people agreeing with me. Because now I can see all of those people agreeing with me. But yeah. there's still just as many, if not more, people disagreeing with me. Right. True. But I'm shutting them out because I have, all the, I have all these people who think the same thing as I do. Mm-hmm. And that's where all of the tension comes from. Because it's just like, n- now we can see so much more of it. Yeah. And, th- and that's what amazes me is that what you're talking about, the hate, and I'm just going to go off Battlefront 2 again, there's so much hate for that game, but that's not even the majority. Like, that game's going to sell millions yeah. because oh, it's yeah. just so popular. But the the people who are bashing it aren't the majority of those millions. It, millions. It's going to be the people who, like, actually love Star Wars and, like, don't care about that. Like, Well, and I bet even some of those people who bash it will still buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, on an ending note, I just want to ask you guys what you think about the whole Thanksgiving pilgrim thing and how... Ooh. That's yeah. a bad place to end because we could talk about that for hours. You mean the guys coming over and uh, having Thanksgiving, or what, what so are you I think, talking about? I think it's misconstrued. Um, th- I I think that's kind of what you were getting at yeah. because like now we like to look at it as if it was this like big meeting where there was all this peace and like everything yeah. was cool. Well, it was, but wasn't. Then, I mean, well, <laughs> nope. yeah, I know that's what I'm saying. Like I I don't doubt that there was some aspect of it, but I think it was very short lived oh, yeah. because. Because history shows we just went and took over after that. And so while I, I want to believe that this small settlement that had this first Thanksgiving understood their dependency on the Native American people mm-hmm. and were grateful to them, yeah. I don't think it lasted very long. I mean... And I, I still... I think, <laughs> And I still no, think <laughs> that they didn't view them fully as people. Like, they kind of viewed them as like, oh, great, you, like... God sent you to us and now we're able to live, but we're going to take over your land now. Yeah. Because we don't need you anymore and we're better than you. I still think that was the dominating mindset of the time. Oh, yeah. So. What was the mindset of uh, we have been ordained this land? And so to keep spreading West um, American dream. Manifest destiny. Manifest destiny, yeah. Yep. And so. I don't. I just was sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. No, I had nowhere to go. So thank you for cutting me off. I just was going to talk a little bit about, like, just the fact that pilgrims are, like, the face, I will say, of Thanksgiving. Yeah. And how I wish that it was more of a family face. I, I think it was turkey. Or if it was Native Americans. Tr- like, Because yeah. that's, that's why I think Thanksgiving happened. It's with because... the little hand feather thing that you draw. <laughs> you know? In I did crafts when yeah. you were in preschool. But, like, but, but I, feel, <laughs> yeah. I feel like it should be the face of Native Americans because that's why the Thanksgiving feast happened because those people decided to be peaceful to invaders to their land. And they were like, yeah, we'll, we'll share our crops with you. We'll help you survive this winter that you should die in. 
and then you're gonna kill us all. And like obviously <laughs> they didn't know that was gonna happen, but they took a risk and yeah. they helped people that they didn't have to help. Mm-hmm. I like that. And so the the gratefulness. I mean, because obviously I, I know there's like a Christian influence in that we're supposed to be grateful to God for, for sending provision for that. But like the gratefulness ought also to go to the Native Americans for doing that because they didn't have yeah. to either. True. And so, I don't know. That's We that's got a whole lot to say. We should we can talk about that more. On the contrary, time. I have nothing to say about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> it Anyways. happens. I don't care. <clears throat> Quick wrap. I like Christmas. Where Christmas did we is even great. Start? We, started we started with Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. wow. That's, so that's, that's real, why I brought it up. Okay. Santa's real? Shut up Santa. about Christmas. Oh, Actually, my gosh. I really love Santa. I so think anyways. Santa's real. Hey, hey Santa, Santa, go on a date with Stallion. That's not We started with Thanksgiving. Where did we move from there? I go out to coffee with Santa. Um, After Thanksgiving, <laughs> we moved to Incredibles. And that got us to like storytelling yeah, 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 and like yeah, originality yeah. in movies. Yeah. Favorite mm-hmm. Pixar movie. Uh, and then we talked about music and like how we branch out from what is first and that first importance. And thing. then like interconnectedness and like conspiracy theories. Yep. And then uh, styles of writing. writing um, um, how to best like write a story. Yeah. Um, then we went to. Oh boy, this is where it gets a little funny. Did we talk about me. currency. Yeah. Some. Money? Oh. Or uh, the history. You just brought up uh, the history thing. Yeah, about yeah, 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 Canada. Yeah, yeah. okay. About yeah, Canada. You just brought that up randomly. <laughs> and then I talked about Canadian money. That was interesting. It's a fun fact. <laughs> um, no, because then we talked about Harriet Tubman getting put on the 20. The 20. And we talked about Andrew and um, the Jackson um, presidents. Mm-hmm. Um, Thomas well, Jefferson. Jefferson. Jefferson and Jackson, Jackson. yeah. Uh, and then we... Presidents. True. And then we moved to Harriet Tubman, Tubman getting put on the 20. And like... The people of color not mm-hmm. having, yeah. like, uh, and then we, leaders put in the spotlight. Yeah, and then we had Sacagawea on the golden dollar, and yeah. then I talked about Canadian money, and then we moved to... I think that's when Pilgrims? we came back to Pilgrims and Thanksgiving. I think you brought that I up. think there was oh. something in between there, but I don't remember. Yeah. What it was. Oh, no, no, traditions. Traditions, traditions. yeah, traditions. yeah, yeah. How we feel yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. Cool. Wow, what a crazy ride. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we hope that you are having a wonderful Thanksgiving weekend. Please don't get trampled if you're still doing some Black Friday shopping. Bring a shiv. That too. That's <laughs> what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, uh, we're very excited for Christmas to be coming yeah! soon. Don't encourage him. Dude, but, next podcast, I'm going to be able to say Christmas and you guys aren't going to be able to get mad. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm Caleb Davis. It's Noah Ginter. Stallion Blackman. And this is The Rabbit Trail. We'll see you later. Gobble, gobble. At least we didn't bring up my number. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, we can. It's not too late. Yeah, it's still recording. (laughs) (laughs)